So basically, what I what I whittled this down to is he cannot have one of those players get hurt. If he no. does, he is 100% game over. Right. Hey, everyone. This is Rizzly Bears, and you're listening to the Camp League Fantasy Football Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to episode 18 of the Camp League Fantasy Football Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Those were the unwise words of myself on episode two of this year's podcast, and it looks like those words came back to bite me. But for now, please join me in welcoming, for the last time in 2021, your favorite podcast show host, Brandon Engelstead. Brandon, welcome back to the show. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me. It's been a great, great and wild season, and it's uh, finally coming to the climax. Brandon, we all know the phrase, what happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object? But what happens when a very stoppable object meets a movable force? Because that's what this week's showcase is. It's the league's lowest scoring team against the team who has given up the most points all season. Has our world ever seen this scenario in physics before? Yeah, it's called the atom bomb, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's going to be exciting because uh, who knows? It could be a 70 to, you know, Darren could score 70 and win, or he could score, you know, 155 and win um, based on these physics of of, I guess, the analytics or stats of Darren and Ben's team. Um, it's going to be an interesting matchup. Yeah, it should be pretty good. A uh, bunch of heavy hitters and both have weaknesses that the other can counter. However, uh, I don't know. It, it's going to be – it's anyone's guess at this point. It's kind of fun to be able to say, you know, like this is an extra week in the NFL. We should have had the championship last week. Uh, but it is kind of fun to be able to, to have one more week of fantasy football um, and maybe in the future, they'll add an 18th week, which I think they're slowly going to think about. Uh, but for now, we'll enjoy one extra week of fantasy football um, to be able to talk to you one more time on the podcast. But let's start this week with uh, another juicy letter to the commissioner is what you claim to, to have for us, Brandon. What will it be for me this week? All righty. We're going to get this one rolling right away. Dear commissioner, I am frustrated and confused. I don't understand why our league voted to allow non-in-the-money teams to pick up free agents on the waiver wire. I understand that it's only on Sunday, but who cares? It doesn't matter, and it shouldn't happen. I also think non-in-the-money teams should not should be allowed to drop any player either. We will be bringing this up for revote in 2022. Can you and your amazing co-host discuss this on tonight's show sincerely and in the money fantasy football team yeah brandon i do see both sides of this so i uh i felt a little guilty for make i honestly felt a little guilty for making a few transactions last week on sunday i picked up greg zerling the kicker uh, who got me eight extra points which is funny with eight points no field goals um and then i also picked up no fant but Let's let's address this, this the drop issue first. So this in the money team doesn't think that we should allow players to be dropped either. I would say of these two arguments, that this one should definitely still be allowed. And here's why: because if I'm a team that loses in the playoffs, which I do every year, 
I still want to beat whoever I'm playing. I still have that competitive spirit within me. Like last week, I was going up against Corey. I still wanted to beat him because historically speaking, I want to have a better historical record no matter what. No matter if I win or lose, I, I would rather be fifth place than eighth place when it comes to the playoffs. And so if I'm either playing for ninth place or fifth place, it doesn't really matter to me. And so I've put in so much time in this season that I don't want to just quit or have like a bunch of players on IR just because I don't, you know, and not work, not in the playoffs anymore. So here's, here's an example though, that has, I know has happened in the past. And this actually happened to me this week was that let's say I have a good player on IR going into the playoffs. Okay. So I make playoffs and I lose in the round in round one, which I did this year. And so I still want to win the following week. And so I had Travis Kelsey in my IR last week because he was on COVID. Now I need to drop a player in order for me to move him out of IR for me to win a seventh place against Sam. And so I dropped Noah Fant and I moved Kelsey back in the starting spot. So I can't move him without dropping somebody. So that's the first part of the question. The second part of the question Deep down inside, I do kind of agree with this letter, but here's the thing, Brandon. Seven of our other league members, six others plus me, wanted this. They wanted to be able to add players on Sunday, even though they weren't in the money. And so I believe this was on the docket for the last two seasons. Uh, It was brought to the rule change committee by Sam. And it finally passed going into the third year. And so it's it, it's not a big – I really don't think it's a big deal because we only have 10 teams. And so there's plenty of other players to choose from. But here's why I think this is an actual problem. And I think the team who wrote this letter is really saying that they want to add a fifth bench spot. Because I think if we had a fifth bench spot, that would actually help not needing to go pick up players in the playoffs. I mean, granted, you're always going to be wanting to pick up better players. But by having that rule – I think that would help fix this problem. And so that's what my thoughts are on that. But what are your thoughts on that, Brandon? Yeah. Um, in a way, I, I still, I kind of agree with the letter as well. Um, I believe um, I had some stuff. I know that you, you said like you were going to ask if I, uh, if I was one of the people that voted uh, no on this. And I don't believe I was. Because I think I got uh, pickled by this rule when I was in a third place game a couple years ago, and I wasn't allowed to change my players, and I was in it. It was an in the money game, and so rather than maybe going down this that rule change on like a line by line veto, um, I, I think it was a a broad bill that was passed with some stuff that in it that maybe we didn't think about or, or wasn't addressed at the time. So that's why I, I kind of agree with the letter. Um, if you're out of the money, you're out of the money. And um, I guess I, I, I kind of agree with the letter personally. So, Well, we are assuming, though, that if we have this rule, that teams are doing this. So by having the rule, it doesn't necessarily guarantee that teams will pick up players. It does allow you to do that. But just because we have the the ability to add players, it doesn't mean that teams will. 
Um, I think I maybe was the only team to add players on Sunday uh, because both my kicker and my tight end were on code the COVID list. And so on Sunday, I picked up Greg Zerline and Noah Fant. And right. nobody had picked them up on Sunday yet. Now, what's interesting is Dan added a kicker this week, and we'll go into the waiver wire here soon, but Dan added a kicker this week, and no one added a tight end. And so I, I don't think my actions really changed anything other than possibly Dan wanting Greg Zerline instead of Tyler Bass, potentially. So those are my thoughts. Sure. I guess one other scenario I could, I could throw at you as a player, um, we still in communications with non-playoff teams saying, hey, this guy got is on the injury report now this morning or made the COVID list. You go pick this guy up so that this guy I'm playing against cannot, you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't see that being below anyone in our league. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past. I wouldn't put it past all the league members to do that. Right. However, we could put a caveat into this rule where Let's say, for example, I picked up Craig Zerline last week, and you would really have to police this, and this would be probably really frustrating to do. But if Dan wanted Greg Zerline, well, I don't know. This is bad. Now that I'm talking about it, it might be a bad idea. But if, what, I, what I was going through is if Dan wanted Greg Zerline, I'd have to drop him. He'd have to go through waivers this week. Sure. Because I'd pick him up on the first week. So I – Dan wouldn't necessarily get them because there could be potential teams that would bid on Greg's airline who have sure. extra money, not going, you know, the last week, everyone just goes to zero. Correct. But that, I don't know, it gets a little sticky. You don't want to make too many rules and too many asterisks. Next to if we had an outside party as a commissioner, that would be okay. Cause then you would have be able to have an outside commissioner do sealed bids and um, therefore, uh, not compromising any bargaining positions, but we do not have that in this league. So, so an assistant to the commissioner. Yes. <laughs> not assistant commissioner, but an assistant. assistant to the commissioner. Assistant to the commissioner. Regional right. commissioner. Right. Right. So, <laughs> well, <clears throat> let's go into the waiver wire transactions this week, Brandon. Uh, we were a day later doing the podcast, but Brandon, what stood out to you this week on the waiver wires? Um. Ben's defensive pickup, the Rams, going in to Baltimore. Uh, Ravens have been struggling as of late. Uh, Rams kind of picking up, uh, needing the big win last week for a playoff push. I think they're getting focused. McVay's got them focused. I, I like the Rams pickup uh, personally. So that's the one that kind of stood out to me the most. Okay. That stood out to me, too. Um, Darren adding Elijah Mitchell again uh, was also one that stood out to me. He had Devontae Freeman last week, uh, I believe, going into the running back spot. Um, it looks like Jeff Wilson, on from Darren's roster standpoint, uh, is going to be like the backup running back this week. And Elijah Mitchell, I think, is back healthier. Um and so hopefully he's healthier to be the RB1. It looks like he did practice on Thursday, too, so it looks like he's going to be um, starting. Do you, w- would you be concerned, Darren, about maybe Mitchell's durability in the game if he's going into questionable status? Yeah, yeah. You, um, 
that's why I think he he's picking up a couple. Uh, he picked up another running back too, didn't he? Yeah, Devin yeah. Singletary. Singletary. Um, uh, right away when I looked at it, I thought he was just looking at it like a defensive position as if maybe Ben had a weak running back matchup. So he tried to pick up the top two options. But um, I'm also seeing that he just needs an option to fill in. So he has a couple now. So, Do you really think the Rams are going to be good against Baltimore? For some reason, I do. Um, yeah, I think it's a cold game. And uh, I think the Rams, It's a. I think it's going to be a defensive battle. And... Uh, I think, yeah, I do think the Rams is a good pickup. Okay. I, I joked with him this week. I told him he should have picked up the Jets last week, and he didn't. But it didn't, he didn't need to because he, uh, he took care, care of Dan's uh, just like he needed to. And so um, that was good. So, well, now let's go ahead and bring on our two Super Bowl opponents. Uh, we are now joined on the podcast by The Goat. And Holy Rollers, along with their wives, Lindsay and Jenna Lee. Gentlemen, welcome back to the show. And ladies. Yes, gentle ladies. <laughs> Hold on a second. I can't hear anything. How do, how do I get this on speakerphone? <laughs> Very carefully. I'm wondering the same thing. Is there a way to do that? you were you could just turn your volume really high up i did i still can barely hear you um yeah that can maybe work but i don't know okay well we can try it and if we if we've got to kick off darren we'll kick off darren because nobody wants to see him win again this year Oh, we got a Bluetooth speaker in the background. Is that helping? I'm trying. Anyway, uh, today's show brought to you by Big Trust Pharmacy. (laughs) Big Trust Dispensary Pharmacy. uh, Expanding his market a little. Maybe back into traditional medicine. Along with the greens. So we thank you, Big Trust Pharmacy, for your contributions to the show this season. And look forward to big sponsorship next year as we add maybe a video recording. And some actual money. We're looking for some actual <laughs> actual dollars here, Corey, to fund this free podcast we put on every week. Darren, is that better? Can you hear us any better? Ben, can you hear us? Yeah, we'll we'll make it work. Okay. Darren, can you make it work? I heard Darren can make anything work. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should start the questions for Ben. We were gonna start with Darren and end with Ben, but Ben, I think we should um I think we should start with you, just just so Darren can get his hearing aids figured out. But Ben Yesterday, I purposely left you and Darren off of a text thread yesterday when I pulled the other league members of who they thought were going to win between you and Darren. And of the eight league members polled, seven of them think you are going to win. Why do you think that is? Well, you know, I think part of the reason is that everybody's so stinking sick and tired of watching Darren mop us up in this fantasy league for the last five years. 
the guy just has had a, unre- a remarkable string of success. And I think everybody's ready for that, that to be over. And so they're ready for someone to stomp the goat. You know, I was thinking about this when you're, I was Darren, Darren wins at like everything. When you're as endowed as Darren is in everything, like you just win all the time. In fact, I think I remember uh, there's only one time I beat Darren at something and it was a one-on-one matchup our freshman year of college in basketball. Otherwise, I'm sick and tired of coming in second place to Darren, and I think everybody else is too. So they're cheering for the for the little guy, the underdog, to, to take him out. Ben, on your starting roster, all but two players were drafted by you, which I think is amazing. And so when you went into this year's draft, it seems as if you went into with the strategy of, like, if you know, you know. Like, you had your guys you wanted to get. You got Joe Burrow cheap. You just kind of had that if you know, you know kind of mentality. Has that mentality drifted into other areas of your life as well? Yeah, for sure. You know, I think there, there's some players that, you know, that you just you, you kind of need that long-term view, like a Philip Rivers or a Julio Jones. You just know, like, we're going to be tied together for a long time. And then there's other players like a Joe Burrow where you just kind of say, you know, I think we got something here. and And, and that's a principle that, you know, uh, I've tried to include in other areas of my life. I'd say that uh, well, that was kind of the case generally, right? You know, and it's, you know, you know. <laughs> Is that the same thing with me? Is that right? Oh, always. Of course. Of course. <laughs> generally would have spent at least $3 on you, Ben. At least $3. Yep, I would have. Uh, Imaginary dollars. Yeah. Well, that's good, Ben. Generally, here's a question for you. What have you noticed about Ben's behavior around the house this year during the fantasy football season? Oh, boy. Where do I begin? Um, you know, some weeks are better than other weeks, I would definitely say. Um, but but we definitely uh, know when he's uh, in the zone um, and he's, uh, he's uh, figuring out his lineups. I mean, I've even heard him at nighttime. I don't think he gets a lot of sleep sometimes because I've I've woken up to – him talking in his sleep and like trying to decide do I put CD in do I not do I put CD in (laughs) and so you know I I don't know I mean I don't think he's getting the greatest sleep and um yeah the kids and I sometimes we yeah he I mean we have to sacrifice a little bit for him to to get where he's at but I guess I'm kind of proud of him because he uh he is in the championship so I guess it was worth the sacrifice maybe I don't know yeah, well, hopefully if he wins, he'll, you know, he won't have that problem anymore. He could just go right to sleep. He won't have to worry about anything. And he can uh, have a good another, let's say, nine months of sleep until the next fantasy <laughs> yeah, football <right>. season. <laughs> that's, uh, that's quite the math there, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to be, I used <laughs> to be a math teacher. Brandon, which questions do you have for Ben tonight? Oh man, we got to start off with Ben. Congratulations, you made it. We, you got that. You took that podcast blessing to the max. Maximized yes, every did. word of it, and we thank you for that. It makes us look really good. So, um, first off, Ben, you have an average finish in our league of sixth place. Um, you have one other ship which is good. So you got a ring and I'm sure that was very impressive to Jenna Lee. Um, I think you won right around that time. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, that's, so that's what I'm asking here, Ben. Darren 
typically wins a championship in history on even years. He has two ships on even years, one ship on an odd year. How do you feel your chances are going into this one, being that it's 2021? It's our year, baby. This is, uh, this is what dreams are made of. And, uh, you know, living in mediocrity like I tend to do, uh, it's time for the cream to rise above. And, uh, you know, I think we're going to take it home this year, uh, like my team, like my chances. Uh, if Darren feels good about stealing my kid's college fund by winning this year, then, uh, then that's <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Another question for you. Uh, being the pastor that you are, you probably have a pretty good, uh, sphere of people that you can maybe tap into for some information. Give me some top names that you have asked going into this week, as far as fantasy football information. Oh, you know, uh, some of my sources will have to, to remain unnamed due to a potential uh, conflict of interest. Uh, Ooh. You know, <laughs> maybe wanna... professional athletes. Well, yeah, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. But uh, do you no, have an please. NIL deal with them? Uh, no, but you know, I could offer something. Uh, maybe we'll see. Uh, I bet you, you know, could. I, you know, I think my uh, I think my biggest hang up this week was just figuring out who to start at receiver, and so that's been my most common question I've asked. I have three top fifteen receivers, and so uh, all have various matchups. And 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 as was pointed out on the podcast last time. Uh, the receiver slash flex, flex slot did cost me a second ring. So I don't want to make the same mistake again. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's a great answer, Ben. Uh, Jenna Lee, this next question is for you. Yep. Do you have a contract with Ben that he comes home a winner or doesn't come home at all? <laughs> <laughs> I maybe should, uh, should have that as, yeah, as the reason much, but um, you know, um, but, you know, as I think about it, I mean, as I talked about earlier, too, with the sacrifices that we've had to make and all that stuff, I guess at the end of the day, I mean, really, he can make it up to me by just uh, getting me some t- tickets to Frisco for the uh, NDSU championship game. So, oh, that would be so, Ben, you win the national champion, you win the fantasy football championship. And as your reward, you go to Frisco. <laughs> How's that sound? That's if so, he loses. Oh, wait. <laughs> Well, he, well, that's the typically if you win, he becomes MVP of the Super Bowl and he gets free tickets to Frisco. Uh, right? <laughs> but that, that can be a future sponsorship, maybe. There you go. That's what it is. One big trust pharmacies actually cuts us a check. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, thank you guys very much. Um, Jenna Lee, it was great having you on the show. And Ben, as always, uh, picture of class and best of luck to you in your matchup against Darren. Yes, thanks for having us. Wonderful to join you guys. Ben, stay on. We, we probably have a couple of questions for you later. But Darren, <clears throat> these next few questions are for you. Between the years 2012 and 2016, your best place finish was sixth place. But now you are attempting to go for your fourth Super Bowl title in five seasons. Was there anything that you changed in your fantasy football strategy after the 2016 season to bring on this tremendous success? You know, I actually, I just looked at that. I was looking at average finishes and saw that Corey's got the highest at third, which bothered me. And a bunch of us are tied at fifth. And then I was looking at that stretch there. where It was pretty bad. And I think it's because Tyler made fun of me so much that <laughs> and it was always because I had people hurt every year. But he was just so mean about it. It just kind of ticked me off <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> 
He had one good year. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe maybe that maybe subconsciously that was part of it. Um, that got it turned around, but I don't, I don't know. I like to think it was just uh, just a good general manager uh, doing his job. Do you, do you think it could have been after the twenty sixteen after the twenty sixteen season? That was the year twenty sixteen that Tyler won first place. Do you think that could have been the catalyst into you getting this new dynasty? I I don't know. That's a good that's a good point. I didn't I didn't pay attention to that. That that was the year he won it. But uh, but yeah, he's uh, he's my big, biggest critic. Yes, so, he is. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I mean, he's just been – I'm sure he's been sleepless three out of the last four years during fantasy season, or at least during <laughs> fantasy playoffs. It just well, wrecks him. <laughs> Sunday is going to be a big day for Tyler uh, because he's probably going to be watching that. But Sunday, January 2nd, is going to be a huge day for you, Darren, because all of your players – play on Sunday, which means you are probably going to be glued to your TV all day. But for Lindsay, Sunday, January 2nd is also going to be a huge day for her too. Darren, can you explain to our listeners why that will be? It is her birthday. <laughs> Interesting. Yes, Lindsay. it is. Lindsay, happy birthday. So there will be, uh, yeah, multiple celebrations that day. <laughs> so, so here, here's an interest, here's an important question that needs to be asked here uh, before Lindsay's birthday comes in a few days Lindsay how much time are you going to be allotting Darren to watch football on Sunday hmm. you know I haven't given that much thought we are um, celebrating Christmas with Darren's family that day as well so okay. You know, we do, like you said, we, there's multiple celebrations going on in addition to this big win that we were expecting for Darren. So, um, you know, this is a big, <laughs> a big deal for Darren. So I will, I, <laughs> I'll, you know, allow those phone check-ins and, and TV to be on, but he will be, he will be participating in family Christmas and in games and conversation that will happen as well. Yeah, Darren, you'll have to be "quote unquote" looking at the words of the jingle bell songs that you'll be singing, so uh, you can be checking yes. in on those points. Yes. But uh, Darren, do you think any of these distractions will truly distract you from the end result in the Super Bowl? Oh uh, no, no. I mean, I, I I keep looking at the roster and I keep hoping and praying that one of his guys comes down with COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Because I feel like whichever running back I start is going to get zero carries. <laughs> and I don't well, have I hope, a... <laughs> yeah. I, hope, I, I hope the player that, that if, if a player is going to come down with COVID, I really hope it's going to be the kicker situation for Ben. Because you used to have Bengals kicker Evan McPherson Mm-hmm. back in week nine on your team. And do you remember wanting to keep him or did you only drop him because he had a week 10 buy? I'm guessing I dropped him for a buy. I'm just looking here at my, at my weeks and yeah, no, I've bounced around. Cause like it, there was a few weeks in there before that I had Myers Seattle's kicker. And so that's always been one where I've never really, it seems like it's ever since I had Greg Zerline, you know, he was just off the charts that one year. And then after that, I feel like, nope, I just 
I just roll with the tide or, or depending on who they're playing. If I think they have a good defense or a good red zone defense, I'll switch. I don't really, I don't really get tied or married to a, to a kicker anymore. Okay. So well, since you, since you've dropped him, he's averaged 12.2 points uh, in the last six weeks. So he's definitely been successful. And, and yeah. I, I kind of hope it comes down the championship between you two, between Daniel Carlson and Evan McPherson, knowing that you had dropped him after week nine. Okay. I think I got him if that's the case. Okay. I like well, Indy's Brandon... D. I like Indy's D forcing a lot of field goals. Okay. Brandon, what uh, what questions do you have for Darren? Darren, congratulations. Making it to the ship. You're here again. You hear this every year. Yada, yada. Okay, moving on to the questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I asked Ben if he, you know, he has kind of a, a big sphere of people that he knows, and you have – at your disposal, I know as your brothers. Um, yes. Have you been seeking uh, some advice from them this week? I have not yet. I really only have probably had, well, Jason I've had a chance to talk to, but they'll both be home. We'll be all together all day Saturday as well. So it'll be interesting to talk to them. Jason specifically, he's the one, he's the one I would ask on this kind of stuff. Um, just because he, he three leagues and he takes it so seriously. Brent's in one just casually kind of, and he just knows every sport athlete that's ever existed is his main, um, his main thing. And obviously he knows more than I do about sports too, but Jason's the, Jason's the nut when it comes to fantasy football. So he's the one I'll ask and, uh, and really take to heart what he says, what he thinks I should do mainly because I mean, you look at my flex and my running back, and I've got a slight disaster <laughs> ahead of me. Yes. Um, it, it does look like that is a challenging part, especially in this COVID season. Um, when it's getting down to the wire, and yeah, you don't know if your player is going to be playing up until you know the hour and a half before the game, and that, that does make it difficult. So yes, I, I would say that you, you would probably have an advantage there talking to Jason some. Um, and I, what... I just need Elijah Mitchell to just be out this week is what I need. And then I'll be, <laughs> I'll have so much more confidence, but if he's questionable, he's going to steal carries and I'm not going to know who to start. And then I'm going to start Devin Singletary and they're going to pass the ball game, which, which works for me too. So maybe, maybe I go with Brandon's route. We're double dip. That's you what know, I'm talking about. You do the Singletary and Josh Allen and you figure, you know what? Okay. You're going to get points one way or the other. You're not going to, double dip negative but you're you know you probably won't get it both that way unless you're lucky right uh that's what kind of that carries in perfectly to my next question darren allen plays in buffalo on sunday yes. very cold temperatures projected yep. however he for almost 28 points do you think like that's what i was going to say do you think his play is going to be affected by the weather it will but since he's so good at running that actually, I think in the end that'll benefit me because he'll he'll end up running for maybe 60, 70 yards just, just because he can and because Atlanta's not that good. And there will be throws that he would normally make that he probably won't make where he'll just tuck and run. So I, I think he'll be okay, but it also, you know, if it's one of those games and they jump out to a 14 or 21 nothing lead, they're just going to run it and they're just going to try to get to the next week. 
Right, right. They they are in a pretty good playoff position. Um, yeah. But now they're Jimmy. They're they're kind of jockeying for a, a, a better seed. Exactly. So, That's what I um, need them to. I need Atlanta to to show up. You're right. Right. And score. However, I, I I do like your Singletary pickup. I as I we all know, I am a fan of the double dip. Yeah. And if you can get Mitchell out, I I still think you have a solid play there. Yeah, and then I do I do I bench Renfro with Indy's defense and then start both of them? I don't know. Yeah, it, it's uh like uh like we said at the beginning of the show before you guys are on it. This is a it's a great matchup for the for the ship and we're 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 in for a show. Yeah, I mean if you look at the points and I'm primed to get sacrificed by the priest pretty bad. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question, Lindsay. Lindsay, yeah. we all know behind every great champion, there's a great woman. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> we also know that Tom Brady uh, is, is considered the best quarterback in the NFL, hands down, no questions asked. Right, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, uh, I believe that Tom Brady's wife makes more money than he does playing football. So do you think that Darren is just playing fantasy football for fun and he is – Essentially, you are his sugar mama. <laughs> yes. I mean, how how do you think that I took a year off of work? This is, you know, Darren playing fantasy football for the championship. Um, you know, the first year that I start that Darren and I started dating was the year of the big HIT championship win. And ever since then, I have just expected greatness and greatness he has brought. Um, every time he makes it to the champ- championship for fantasy football, I understand he has won. So I expect nothing less. So I, I asked Jenna Lee this question. I'm going to ask sure. the same one to you. Um, yes. is, is it the same? Uh, is it come home a winner or don't come home at all? We have had this conversation and, and um, yeah, I expect to win. And so... That that night, I guess if if he is not going to win, there is a cozy barn across our um our driveway. Yeah, that's right. So we have to have something on the line, right? Uh, obviously, um, having a little bit of yeah. But it's your birthday and... that day. <laughs> <laughs> what better what better present than Darren not in the house? Oh, <laughs> JK, we just know lost. that won't happen. That's right. <clears throat> I like the confidence, just as much confidence as Darren going into this week. Uh, congratulations, uh, Darren, on making it to the ship. We, I, yeah, uh, dynasty talks have been grumbling in the league, and it's if this is a if you do end up getting that win, I, I see a very strong case for it. So, congratulations. Why, thank you. Ben and Darren, do you guys have any words for each other uh, before you guys jump off the podcast? Yeah, Darren, uh, I, I can go first here. You know, uh, love what you've done here. Your recent history has been stupendous. Um, you're someone I look up to remarkably. Uh, you're also someone who's really tough to beat in almost anything. And like I said, I've only been able to do it maybe once. And so, uh, you know, having the opportunity to do that. But yeah, as the good book said, uh, the last shall be first, and the first shall be last. And you've been on the top of the pedestal <laughs> for far too long. And uh, and so, essentially, if you're not first, uh, according to Jeff in his book, if you're not first, you're last. You're essentially Tyler. 
Ouch. But I, yeah. but, I, but I will recall, uh, I will have you recall, Darren, there's a, there's, a, there's a story. Everybody knows that you just do well in everything. In fact, uh, our good friend Seth Kinraid once threw a rock into the, <laughs> into the lake, uh, Spitzer Lake at, at camp. He was so frustrated because you always get the good ones in anything and everything. So uh, I wish you luck, but, uh, but you know, entitlement needs to stop. So, <laughs> Amen. Well, I, I can appreciate that coming from you, Ben, because uh, um, I, I honestly have zero stress going into this game because I if there was somebody I was going to lose to, I'd just assume it'd be you. There's a, there's a number of things, Ben, that I'm kind of, So <laughs> I, will, I will graciously bow to you if you beat me and hand <laughs> you the trophy that I'm looking at in my office right now. So I do, uh, I do appreciate, I appreciate the fact that it's an honor to get to play, to play you, the, the holiest of holies in this fantasy league. So, um, yeah, I wish, I wish you the best. I want to, I want to pound you into the ground, but if I, if I can't figure out how to get her done, I'm, uh, I'm going to graciously step to the side and, and let you rule for the year. Be a cold night in the barn. (laughs) <laughs> it will be a cold <laughs> night in the barn. I'll be snuggled with Mozzie, the grizzly bear. Well, Ben, Jenna Lee, Darren Lindsay, thank you guys very much for joining our show tonight. And we wish you all the best in the Super Bowl. And Lindsay, happy early birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for doing the show. Brandon, let's, <laughs> look, at, let's look at this week's matchups here. Last week, I don't want to point this out too much, but you finally went 0 and 5 uh, last week. Um, I went 3 and 2. Your overall record is 31 and 34. My record is 36 and 34. Let's start with the ninth place game. Brandon, you've got yourself versus Touchdown Crew. You had claimed last week that you were going to smoke Tyler last week, and you did not. So this is for all the marbles. Uh, this is for ninth place. You guys split the last two weeks. Who do you got? Um, well, according to Ben, the last will be first. So if I lose this one, I'm first next year. So Tyler takes this one. <laughs> oh, no you... way. I'm not picking Tyler. I'm going to smoke him this week. <laughs> well, I, no pun. Just... Way. <clears throat> There was an echo from last week that I just heard in there. So, you know what? Tyler has had a little bit of stress on him the last few weeks. It was his birthday yesterday. I'm going to take touchdown crew in this one. Um, I think Delvin Cook comes off of the COVID game and just righteously crushes the Packers. Um, that's my guess. So, the seventh place game then goes between Stafford Infection versus myself, Risley Bears. Brandon, who do you got in this one? Um, boy, good matchup here for a seventh place. No one cares about game. Um, we're gonna go Stafford Infection just because you picked against me. Okay, makes for good. I don't good know. Radio. Just spicy tonight. Just had Kadoba, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna go with myself here. I, I did okay last week, but um. I've got Travis Kelsey back. He's gonna bring it. He's gonna bring it home. I got myself. Brandon, the fifth place game is between the Cleveland Browns versus Big Trust. Who do you see winning this matchup? <sighs> I go Cleveland Browns on this one. Tom Brady's at the Jets. Uh, 
Mixon's in for a big game, I think, against Kansas City. And Tannehill, I think he has a decent game. Corey does have, like, uh, I'm not saying that Corey doesn't have some good players. I think Kamara's in for a good game at Carolina, too. But I, I think Cleveland Browns take this one. I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to go big trust. Uh, I'm a little skeptical on Lamar Jackson, but I think Corey's team finally comes back around and uh, scores big against the Cleveland Browns. Our third place matchup is between Ranger Danger versus Red Zone. Dan, I just got to give a shout out to him first. He had a perfect coaching week last week. He started every right player scoring 148 points. He didn't get the win, but just a shout-out to a perfect coaching roster for that. Brandon, who do you see winning between Ranger Danger and Red Zone? This is a great matchup here, too. Honestly, it, Dan has – like I, I like both these rosters going into this. Um, however, I, I think Red Zone, although he is a slight underdog in this one uh, by, like, two points, I, I think Red Zone takes this one based on the Tampa Bay defense uh, playing the Jets. Okay. I'll take the opposite again. I'll take Ranger Danger. I don't know if I've ever taken him all season. I think this is the week to do it. Um, taking Ranger Danger, I think the Dallas defense, again, just completely throttles. Uh, as a Philadelphia, I think is who they're playing. Um, uh, they play Arizona. Arizona, that's right. <clears throat> Arizona's been struggling, and I think the Dallas defense leads Dan again. I don't know if he'll get 20 points from his linebacker again this week, but um, I think Dallas leads Dan to victory for third place, which then leads us to the game of the week, the fantasy football Super Bowl for the year 2021, Holy Rollers versus the GOAT. Brandon, who is winning the Super Bowl? Both great rosters. Uh, that, that's ta- that can't be taken away from either one of them. Uh, like you said the, earlier in the show, I mean – all but like two of these players have been drafted by Ben. That's, that's pretty good. Um, quarterback play, I would say leans to Darren slightly. Um, but they're both heavy hitters there. Um, Darren and I did talk about it. Um, after talking tonight, I wonder if he just starts Singletary anyway, being that it is a cold weather and, um, Elijah Mitchell is still uh, an iffy play. Um, however, um, he is at home against Houston. Um, but uh, Holy Rollers takes this one. Based oh, on the man. double dip of Dak Prescott to CeeDee Lamb. When I look at this matchup, this is how I look at it. I look at which team has the most players on it that can win them a matchup? You've got Dak Prescott averaging 22 points. He's a top 10 quarterback. He's, Ben's got Joe Burrow, sixth quarterback. Um, like you said, slight advantages to Darren. I think the risk, though, for Darren is he's got Hunter Renfro and Elijah Mitchell. And what I find interesting here, here's the X factor, Darren, or for Darren. Darren has the Cincinnati Bengals defense playing Kansas City. He will be having, he will be cheering for Patrick Mahomes and the Cincinnati defense at the same time, and that is physically not possible. 
I think that actually ends up hurting him. He's got time to change it if he wants to. But when you look at the the defenses available on the waiver wire, there aren't that many great ones to look at. And so I think this matchup actually comes down to the defense. Uh, like you'd said, the Rams defense was a good pickup by Ben. I'm going to go Holy Rollers as well to win the Super Bowl for the 2021 fantasy football season. It's going to be a great show uh, either way. Um, we're going to get, I, I do believe we're going to get a close game and it, it could come down to, you know, Najee on Monday night. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to this matchup. Well, Brandon, thank you for joining me on the podcast. Thank you for helping me lead this every week for the 2021 season. And I will definitely be missing this on a week to week basis, but the good news is, is for the next nine months, we'll have time to, to make the podcast better for next year. And I look forward to doing this again in 2022. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you to all our listeners uh, sticking with us through maybe some technical difficulties, kind of having the show find uh, its own voice and uh, loving the input from you guys too. keep doing it. We want to make Jeff says it a lot. We would just want to make this show great for you guys. Cause without our listeners, we don't have a show. So thank you, Jeff. And thank you to the listeners. Thank you, Brandon. Enjoy your new year. And we'll be cheering for every team this Sunday for fantasy. Take care, everyone. See you next year.